a World Series edition of the 2080 Baseball Podcast. Evan Hendershot here and Travis Crins over here. Talking the World Series two games in. Looked like a pretty boring World Series through the first, <laughs> oh, 16 innings or so. And then then things happened in the 8th and the ninth and the 10th and the 11th. Lots of things happened. Uh, you put game six and sevens over here. It's probably the, uh, the most exciting World Series game, at least the last uh, three, four innings of all time. I can't remember any game in my adult life um, that was more exciting. Yeah, like game six of uh, 2011 with Texas and St. Louis with those home runs. But as far as back and forth home runs, I mean, this mm-hmm. was most home runs in an extra inning game ever with the 200,000 games that have been played ever. This was the most. Lots of records set. Lots of things that have never happened before happened uh, last night. Yeah, it was cool. Um, a lot of fun, but uh, probably not as much for the Dodgers, I'd say. Probably not. But it was fun. I mean, I just rarely do you get games where you're just, you can't look away. Um, in baseball, that's rare. So, uh, good job getting there, these two teams. Any moves you had uh, questions with? They pulled Rich Hill earlier. Are you okay with that? Four yeah. innings. You were well, good. they had a, what was it, five righties up? Yeah. I mean, Rich Hill throws two pitches. You guess you're going to get it right probably half the time. Um, so Maybe leave uh, Kent to Maeda in longer than they did for an inning and a third because he is rolling mm-hmm. here out of the bullpen. Yeah, I think, they, what was it, he allowed a base runner or something? Like the first one he'd allowed all postseason and they yeah. got worried. I, I probably would have left him in, but um, I, I think that was a good move bringing him in. Um, there's no reason to question that. Rich Hill, um, uh, I think it was... Some LA, the LA Times beat writer, I forget his name is Andy McCullough. Is that his name? He was tweeting about something about how they don't like to ever let Rich Hill go the third time through the lineup anyway. So he's a five inning pitcher. They were going to take him out. Um, and that's probably because he throws two pitches. I mean, that's, I mean, as much as that curveball looked awesome, um, he struck out seven, so he was on. Yeah, I'm fine with that move. Um, but I think my Ada has to go longer. He went 25 pitches. Mm-hmm. They brought in Tony Watson. He gets a double play. They brought in Stripling to pitch to a guy. I hate, I just hate the the one batter guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have used any of these guys. I mean, they used everybody in that bullpen last night. They put uh, Brandon McCarthy in a tough spot, considering he hadn't pitched in three and a half weeks. Uh, so that was brutal for him. And then uh, he had Jansen coming in there with the eighth. Always a big fan of the six-out save. He's their best guy. A lot of people piling on today saying, what are you doing? Um, 100% the right move. I mean, he's done this numerous times in the postseason over the last couple of years, and it uh, first time all year it happened to him. So, Yeah, no reason to expect him to be bad in that situation. No. Um, he just wasn't good. No. I just don't like people piling on at the end and saying, oh, come on, how do you do that? Well, of course you put him out there. He's your best pitcher. You need six outs. Why wouldn't he get those outs? He'll get them next time. Chances, yeah, chances he gets those outs are pretty good. He just didn't. I mean, you're not going to be perfect all the time. No. So, um, yeah, I don't really think the Dodgers made any moves that just are big head scratchers or anything. Um, No. I just think they... Maybe taking Bellinger out on a double switch. Yeah. Um, uh, so maybe could he, I mean, obviously they, that did have me looking around. I was like, where the hell did they put him? Because uh, on the bench is where they. Yeah, put him. I'm like, what's Forsyth doing at first and Barnes at second? And then I'm like, oh no, you're really taking out a guy who can it was a uh, risk. alter the game in one swing of the bat, like you almost did um, 
earlier in the game. Uh, so, um, that said, Charlie Culberson hit a homer. So yay for Culberson. Who knows what could happen in baseball? But uh, I know one thing: Josh Fields, he was terrible. Yes, uh, yes, yes, he was. McCarthy got the loss, but we know uh, Mr. Fields, he was the worst pitcher in this game. And, and that's another thing. Like You can't expect Josh Fields to be bad in that situation. He's a good pitcher. It's, he just ran into – he was the Correa Altuve, or flip-flop, I guess, yeah. homer guys. But, I mean, those are two of the best hitters in baseball. What, what, what do you do? And Houston has not hit. They didn't hit against the Yankees. They haven't hit in this series outside of the uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th. So, I mean, their offense, the best offense in baseball, they have been bad here uh, for their past uh, mm-hmm. seven, eight games. Verlander, nobody really talked about him, but he had a no-hitter through like four years. Yeah. He was dealing, and like, wow, look at this. He's going to try and match what Kershaw did the night before. Uh, Verlander, he was great. Six innings, only 79 pitches. So um, He was fine. Oh, he was, yeah, he was good. Two he hits. Fine. Two hits. Yeah, two hits, but three runs. Yeah, big, big is, hits, two home runs. Um, yeah, he was fine. He wasn't uh, what they really needed him to be, to be honest, uh, considering how poor their offensive output has been um yeah the dodgers don't have home field anymore but uh i still think they're looking they're in pretty good shape i think it's going seven yeah i think so too i, I think probably uh, before this i was thinking dodgers in seven i still think it is but i mean yeah morton pitched really well against the yankees the the second game but um you can't be excited and McCullers was good in that that game seven too but you can't be excited about those two really going I'm excited about McCullers uh, is he really going to be able to throw a bunch of curveballs in a row yeah. like that I don't think yeah. so I don't think that's so. what he does that's what he's always that's what he's he's, he's that's what he's done this year so he's not going to obviously not, change this it. is not going to be a good lineup for him then because I just you feel like righties like uh Taylor and Turner are going to hit him well and you feel like uh lefties like Seager Bellinger and uh, jock are gonna hit yeah, him jock's well. garbage so it's not well you, you if, if all you have anything. to do is lift one all you have to do is lift one and and you got it out so um i don't like i don't like this for the astros you darvish and uh who's a four for the dodgers alex wood alex wood yeah I like them better than I like what the Astros are throwing out there and I like what their bullpen uh is more than what the Astros bullpen is so um, and, and their bench, their depth is better. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But this Dodgers team is one of the f- rare uh, National League teams that can easily put a DH out there. Um, I mean, they're so deep. You saw guys, uh, Barnes at catcher in second. Mm-hmm. You've seen uh, Bellinger can play first in outfield. And you saw uh, Forsyth at first and second. And mm-hmm. uh, Chris Taylor, who's been great, can play anywhere. So a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of players, a lot of versatility makes it uh, – Gives you a lot of options if you're a manager. Yeah, and you can platoon any any anything you can do. There's every platoon situation you can do with players like that because you can just get anyone in who anyone you want. Um, even Chase Utley isn't horrible. Uh, well, at, really, I mean, um, he could end up being DH candidate. He might be um, the MVP of the World Series. <laughs> you never know. No, he won't. Uh, if Kershaw throws up another gem, he will be, be probably. Guy, yeah. I would think he was very good. Any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, Kershaw, we talked about him last show, his four-and-a-half ERA. This was, uh, yeah, one of his better postseason starts. Seven innings, one run, three hits, 11 strikeouts, and by all means, he could have gone the distance. They mm-hmm. pulled him after 83 pitches, so 
I mean, it worked out for them. They didn't. Uh, yeah, I was fine with that move. What three one game at the time, so you can either put them in or or give it to uh, Brandon Morrow or Kenley. Jansen. Well, that's the thing. You got Morrow and Jansen. Why not go for what is probably a sure thing? Kershaw is going to be seeing guys for the fourth time, probably in that. Some guys maybe. So why not go Morrow and Jansen? Throw a little bit. We uh, talked about. Yeah, that's fine with me. We talked about uh, Kershaw's struggles, and uh, I saw a guy, <laughs> he was just, it's like people have a hard time accepting how bad he's been. It's like he's had some really good starts, he's had some really bad starts. He's a great pitcher, he's in the Hall of Fame, he's a multiple-time Cy Young winner. Uh, this doesn't really take away from from his career, but it just this is what has happened, and, and the guy was like, well, if you take away, you know, a sixth inning here or seventh inning there, he's had pretty good starts. Yeah, maybe it's just one inning that third or fourth time around that's gotten to him. But that's baseball. You can't take away, well, let me take away this uh, seventh inning where I gave up three runs. You can't do that, and uh, he had a great start. So I really was glad to see him do well because yes. uh, it really can shut people up when you put up a start like that in the World Series uh, game one. And he looked awesome. I mean, he had everything working. So um, that was nice to see him be like what you expect Clayton Kershaw to be. Um, and that even that one game, I think, is really going to change what his legacy is as far as a playoff pitcher. Just one game, that's that's huge. It was a huge game. Dallas Keuchel pitched well as well, kind of like Verlander. They're just not good enough when you're you know, two or three runs through six innings, good enough. But with that offense, uh, but yeah, offense not. This isn't a good sign well. for for the Astros. If Keuchel and Verlander are beatable, they're very beatable. They're a very beatable team. 7-6, they win uh, win game two. Miguel Gonzalez had the big uh, home run there in the ninth inning to tie it. Altuve and Cray with the home runs in the 10th. Puig came back with a home run in the 10th. Springer had another home run in the 11th. Five home runs in extra innings. Your guy Culberson had one as well. <laughs> My God. The most ever in a uh, in a baseball game. Five Pu- extra inning home runs. Puig's was a uh, rocket. Shot. Um, that was an exciting one, and his anti-bat flip was was nice too. And they'll give him um, shit for that, I'm sure. Wow, but, you, did, you laid your back. So down yeah, I was watching. Uh, I was watching the game in public, and uh, uh, people, uh, patrons, bar patrons. How many? Who's 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 rooting for who here? Um, it was, t- it was about fifty-fifty. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, I. Th- but people hated Puig. Why do people hate Puig? I well, it, it didn't help that um. Uh, I don't want to lump. The people that were hating on Puig were all in Hunter's gear, you know, <laughs> and they were all white There's people. A ra- there might be a racial factor. In yeah, this, they were all white people, um, and they're all like, oh, and you could hear just throughout throughout the the uh, bar restaurant <laughs> that people were just hating on him, and they're like, why is he behaving on like when he threw the glove? I'm like, he's mad. He's mad that he How didn't. How dare he? He's mad that he didn't make this awesome. What like, an amazing catch. catch! What an amazing effort that was. Yeah, like why? Why? Of course he's mad. You're this. It, I mean that 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 would have won them the game. The way things mm-hmm. ended up, he makes that catch. Would have been one of the most unbelievable catches ever. Uh, that would have won them the game. Yeah, I, that's what you. That's what you want from baseball. You want guys to be pitchers. Do that every time they walk off the mound. They're screaming. Uh, you know. Um, Anybody on Chuck Culberson here for pumping a fist here? A down seven no. six. No, Pl- place had cleared out by that time anyway. Oh, well, um, geez, they were. 
Christ, after the what happened in the ninth and tenth, a lot say, of people Ugh. thought three. I think a lot of people thought three one. It's done. It was three one. Well, I right? figured it, it was done, but still, um, after that ninth inning and the tenth inning, mm-hmm. like I'm not, I'm not shutting this off. Oh no, no, uh, stupid. No, it was awesome. It was an awesome game. But I'm, I'm very, I was very disappointed with uh, people's reaction to Puig's uh, uh, efforts slamming. Uh, his glove down in in anger. He's angry because he didn't do something well. Isn't that exactly what you want out of everybody in every profession everywhere? You want people that are mad when they don't do a good job. This that's crazy to me. I fine with me. That you gotta love Puig. What? How could you hate Puig? I don't understand. I love Puig. More well, I don't know. We're modern baseball fans, I guess. That's right. So good. Uh, first game was a quick one. This one was uh, one of the great World Series games of all time. So we'll see what we have in store for Houston coming up. We have a pitching matchup. So you got you Darvish uh, against Chuck Morton. Oh, we have Lance mm-hmm. McCullers. They're going to start Lance McCullers. So uh, see if they go with another tandem start. Something we've talked about. Tandem starts. Mm, there we go. Yeah, who'd you do? Brad Peacock, I guess. Yeah, Charlie Morton's uh, starting game four. So yeah, McCullers. Maybe get four or five innings out of him. Yeah. Well, I'd Peacock, per, I'd prefer whoever. I'd I'd prefer a, a McCullers uh, Morton tandem to be honest. Um, and then you go game four, whoever you go in game four. But um, you could probably just do Peacock with either of those. Probably McCullers. You wouldn't want him going through the lineup too many times. You Darvish has pitched twice against Houston this year. Once was a good start, seven innings, one run. Other was an okay start, five innings. Three runs. So historically, he's done very well against a Houston in Houston. Did you? Um, this is way off topic. Did you see how Altuve was striking out against Rich Hill? He just couldn't hit this eighty-nine mile an hour fastball. Just boop, boop, boop. Three nice. fastballs couldn't hit him. When I saw him in Detroit, he threw a couple of seventy-two mile an hour curve balls, and uh, he got outs on these pitches. So he doesn't you know can throw eighty-nine or, or ninety, but when there's a twenty mile an hour difference. Between those, uh, that's going to get guys. Well, what a lot of people were saying on Twitter is this is the best fastball hitter in baseball, and he can't he can't hit. Uh, it's essentially a changeup. Rich Hill's fastball. It's just funny. I, it's funny, um, but man, that curveball was working. I w- I I would have been fine with them leaving him in probably one more inning. Um, I wouldn't have gone further than that. But both these games were good. Game one was good. We're I think we're diminishing it because of how good game two was. Um, but if we can get another game one level game in game three, I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, I got uh, fr- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you got these uh, games coming up here. So uh, doubtful any team sweeps here. So hopefully we get six and seven, uh, seven game series. And a lot of people are watching. Uh, most watched World Series besides last year, this decade. So you have to go back to 09 Yankees, Phillies uh, to find one. It's going to oh, be- nine. That if you want a segue, it's good segue time. John uh, John Girardi out. John, uh, well, so he's like he wasn't fired because his, uh, you know they don't. Uh, let's it, call him. Let's make sure we're definitely on the same page that it's Joe. Joe Girardi. They do not uh, the Yankees. They just do not. Uh, they they let your contract run out. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. And uh, what uh, what do you know about this? Was this a Yankee decision? A Joe Girardi decision. Both? It was a Brian Cashman decision. He made the decision. Girardi said something. I think Girardi broke it. I think he said, uh, they're not having me back. Mm. Um, and I like I like that they decided this now. Where do they go from here? I don't know. 
but any uh, guys on your on your list that you would like ever i mean it's all the same any guy uh, that matters that's going to make a difference no it, it's going to be um you want paul i'll give you paul right now i what i like is uh brian cashman seems to have set from from what the reports are brian cashman seems to have set three three criteria uh you have to be young ger than 45 you have to be uh analytically minded and you have to be a pushover for the front office those are your three that to me is a pretty great combo because to me that means you're having the stats nerds basically make all your decisions for you and you're just having the manager make those decisions and your manager is just going to be a player guy and help work the kinks out with them and help manage things um like a supervisor would at a regular job um the big ones that are being talked about are Joe Espada, their third base coach, um, and I guess every other person on their staff right now, Tony Pena. Um, he's their first base coach. Um, other names have been thrown out there that are fun. Um, of course, Rod, but that Get will never, that'll never Get happen. Some other ones that have been talked about are Eric Chavez. Um, Who's he with? Arizona? He's with... Uh, the Angels. Angels, the Yankees' former uh, assistant to the GM, is now running the show over there, and he took Chavez with him. Another name that's been thrown out is Jason Giambi. What the hell? What are we doing? There are funny what names. What are we doing? But uh, the Yankees have some really good uh, minor league coaches. Jay Bell is uh, the the Jay Bell that you know is their single A coach manager. Former Twins first round pick Jay Bell, Oof. who never played for the Twins. Um, yeah, I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Al Padrigue, their their AAA coach, uh, manager, is uh, another guy. They have a ton of options. Um, I don't think he'd want to do it um, because can I, Jeter be owner of one team and manager <laughs> of another? Is that against the rules? I don't of think baseball? it is against the rules, but I don't think you'd want to do it. I was going to throw out uh, David Cohn. Good God, I think he would be hilarious. Um, he's the type of manager who would go out drinking with the players. And I think that'd be good. Which AJ Hinch sounds like he had some sort of Hinch drinking. Is Hinch drinking out with the players? Um, I think he had some weird uh thing today. It reminds me. He had a thing. Yeah. Had a quote. Um bar altercation. AJ Hinch. Yeah. Involved in a fight at a hotel bar. In LA. Yeah. Good. We want our managers to fight at the hotel bar. Cops were called. This seems like uh, what David Cohn would be good and could bring to the uh, Yankees. <laughs> it was after game one. He said he snapped and unleashed on other patrons. Apparently this was at the Masters, as they called them patrons, cursing, yelling in the <laughs> middle of the bar. One witness says it turned physical and cops were called uh, good. Good for him. Yeah, anyway, um, there you go. There's David Cohn's value to the Yankees. But... Uh, I don't know. I'm fine with Girardi leaving. I'm kind of sick of him. He makes kind of boneheaded, uh, boring, boring bullpen moves. He's a slave to the to the one inning reliever in in the regular season. So um, I'm fine with him going. And I like the idea of Cashman basically finding somebody that he can um, tell what to do. I like that. Surprisingly, AJ Hinch he denies these reports. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Own it. That's what I say. How about Don Mattingly? No, that's he's been thrown out too. I don't really like Don Mattingly, um, unless he can play first base like he could in the '80s. He can't because he's old. He couldn't when he was 35, so mm. he can't now. But uh, 
Dusty yeah. Baker. Let's get Dusty Baker. Dusty to New York. Let's get it. <laughs> That's been thrown out there too, and That's I hate. Disgusting. I hate that idea. I hate. I also hate the idea for the Nationals of bringing in Joe Girardi. It's the same. Why would you do that? Um, same sort of guy, Dusty Baker out in Washington, which I'm fine with. Uh, he's just a guy. He doesn't really make a difference. Uh, between the, I mean, the Yankees, they are. I mean, somebody's going to luck out and get that job get a couple of World Series rings here in the next couple of years. So good for them. This is the job of jobs. Well, that's kind of what happened to Girardi. Yeah, 2009. Yeah, he just comes in, stinks in two, uh, 2008 and 2009. They're awesome because they bring in three like elite free agents in Sabathia, Burnett, and Teixeira, and they were all awesome that year. Um, so, yeah, somebody, somebody's going to – that job is going to fall into their lap and, and they're going to look like a star uh, uh, manager and – Will they be? Probably not. I mean, you're inheriting Aaron Judge, Greg Bird, Gary Sanchez, Luis Severino, uh, the whole crew. So it's a pretty good team you're going to get. That's got to be the – this is a job where somebody would leave a, a job that they have now um, to take, I think. Yankees, Red Sox, Nationals, all uh, East teams made the playoffs, all looking for new managers, which is very interesting Dusty Baker out. That's another. Good, I mean, Washington's another really good job where uh, should be easy to win there. They just can't win in the playoffs. The window is smaller though for for winning there. I think uh, the Yankees' job's probably the most uh, interesting if if you're a person looking for a job. The Nationals is probably the second because you're you're looking at a really good win now team, and then the Red Sox is kind of the middle between the two. Uh, um, you, your long-term prospects look look pretty good. Your short-term prospects look pretty good. Um, not great like like those other two teams, but those are three good jobs. I, I, well, I wouldn't want to be a manager in Boston. but Alex Gore is going to be the manager in Boston. He so will be. Pick him up from Houston, see how he does. Uh, Boston for a 90-some win team, they got a lot to work on. They didn't hit mm-hmm. home runs, so they got the, they need, need some power bats or hopefully somebody turns it around. And they're, I, just, I just don't like their starting pitching. I mean, you got Chris Sale. And like nobody else. I mean, so you need some starting pitching because I, I don't like it at all. I think Price is going to be a plus three starter um, at the very least. So uh, I think they'll be fine there. Drew Pomeranz is good. He put in 32 starts this year. Yeah, there was only 173 innings to those, but he was good. But you look um, at what you're competing with, with Houston and Cleveland and the Yankees. I mean, they're not winning anything. Yeah, you're probably right. Um the easiest solution for them would probably be to make some sort of ultra bullpen um, that's really good, um, where they don't have to have spectacular starting pitching. I would think Mookie Betts uh, turns it on a little bit next year and is better. But if you look at this team, their best hitter was Eduardo Nunez. Um, for guys that played all year, their best hitter was uh, Devers, who didn't even play all year. So. If you're looking at who their best hitter was who played more than or got more than 400 plate appearances, it was uh, Mookie Betts, 108 OPS plus. It's not Got a good. lot of young guys, not a lot of power guys. And, uh, I mean, their outfield's very good and very young, but they're not going to hit you a bunch of home runs. They didn't do very well this year. They should do better. I mean, they're very young, so they yeah. should improve. Um, Jackie Bradley's weird because he was he was bad. Very good defense, but, but offense is But like, he's good defensively, right? Um, if only he could steal bags, he would be much more valuable for what he hit. But I would expect him to improve, too. Um, but yeah, you're right. The Red Sox have a lot to work on. They do. Now, I also have Mickey Calloway going to the Mets, which I think is a very interesting uh, situation with what he did with Cleveland's pitchers 
now the Mets. So their offense is terrible, but just have their pitchers be healthy for once. Uh, Degrom, he was great. Nobody mm-hmm. talked about him this year. Well, they well nobody talked about him because he's on a seventy win team. <laughs> and, and I mean, Degrom was as good as anybody this year. And uh, I don't think Matt Harvey's ever gonna. He was good. Uh, Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey was not good. <laughs> just, uh, he might be uh, his career might be over. And he gets Indergard back, and then he starts uh, putting some pieces. Uh, the other guy, Matt, Stephen Matt. So if he can get healthy, mm-hmm. that's that's a very good one, two, three. Uh, so yeah, Mickey Calloway going to the Mets. I do I do like that move a lot. Um, Seth Lugo even can be pretty solid, I would think. Um, Zach Wheeler could even be pretty solid if you can figure him out. And um, I'd, I'd like that move a lot. They're going to need some work in their bullpen. Uh, but they have potential to be a pretty good team because they do have some hitters. Um, even though they traded away uh, Duda, although he had been a free agent anyway. But Conforto is awesome. Um, Brendan Nimmo looks pretty solid, too. So you have some like pretty interesting... It was the uh, short, or shortstop second base when they called up a guy who's really... Uh, Rosario. Yep. So Ahmed Rosario. They have uh, quite a bit of interesting players. Darno is okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. He's an okay player. Um, I assume they bring in some one-year guys. Cespedes was an awesome hitter for when he was healthy, so... They should be better. I like that fit a lot, too. I like a pitching coach going in there. Uh, the Dodgers, they rolled the Cubs in five. This really was not a close series. Mm-mm. And uh, Cubs are Cubs kind of like the Red Sox of the, of the uh, National League. Uh, good year. They won 92 games, but there's a lot of, I mean, they're pitching. Uh, you have Arietta's not going to be back. Interesting that uh, when I was there in August, his jerseys were already on sale in August. Oh, on, okay. Like, oh, this guy, yeah, this guy's not coming back, and we know this in Like August. discount. Yeah. Okay. They're like half off. Arietta jerseys with two months left to go. So he's not uh, likely coming back. Uh, Quintana and Lester are your guys, and then you... Uh, Lester is rapidly aging. Yeah. Rapidly. Um, he is not going to be... We He might be what, what he was this year, just a league average pitcher. That might be what we see from him going forward. Kyle Hendricks, on the other hand, is fantastic. Um so Quintana and Hendricks at the top is good. Um, Eddie Butler even looks pretty solid. So um, I think they'll be fine without Arietta, who is without Beard at the moment. Oh, is that right? Yes. What are we doing? Um, Yankees, I say. Oh, wow. That's what I thought, wow. too. I'm like, I'm like, did he do this just to <laughs> free up that opportunity to go to the Yankees if, if they so choose to pursue him? Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're, I don't like the way that team looks. Their prospect pool is done. Well, they traded all of them to get these guys. If I'm yeah. the OFC and I'm looking for a new job because I, mm. I, I think, yeah, this team can compete for a few years, but it's going to be boring. To, like to, you have to trade Kyle Schwarber. You need somebody for Schwarber. See if he can turn it around. He's a guy that you got to move. Uh, Jason Hayward, I've never liked him. He's just what he is. He's not a good player. Um, <laughs> well, you're stuck with him. I know. It's a terrible contract. Uh, just uh, a terrible move. Terrible move to give him all that money for all those years when he uh, never proved himself as a uh, hitter. Uh, you have Bryant Rizzo, very good. Maybe they make a move for Bryce Harper next year and yeah. uh, really solidify that deal. But uh, And John Jay was very good for him this year. But uh, Anderson Russell, waiting for Anderson Russell to be worth a damn. And uh, we'll, we'll see what the Cubs do because they uh, definitely need some pitchers and some offense. Anderson Russell took quite the step back this year improvement um, you need improvement when you're 22 23 mm-hmm. like uh, buxton made some improvements this mm-hmm. year finally and uh, yeah he's uh, not improving yeah here's here's what's uh not great about the cubs uh 
they're losing several players. Um, you're losing Wade Davis. An, you're losing an okay starter, not a good one. An okay starter in Lackey. You're losing Wade Davis, John Jay, uh, Uihara is gone. Uh, Dunsing is gone, even. Well, so, um, uh, addition by subtraction there. <laughs> not, not really. I don't Dunsing. think. <laughs> you know what we call him around here? No. Deadweight Dunsing. Well, he was pretty decent. He was good that. this year. He was very good. He's I would 35, definitely 36. have paid him 20 or uh, two, 20 million no, a year for Dunsing. I would have paid him 2 million like he got paid this year. You're uh, losing Arietta. You're losing, um, that's it. But after this year uh, or after 2018, you're losing Hector Rondon, Justin Wilson. Um, the Alex Avila. Yeah, he's we like gone to call him Avila. He'll be gone. Um, so things aren't looking great for them. Um, fortunately, they have two of the best uh, players in baseball and Rizzo and Bryant, but you're still stuck with a Zobris contract. He was not good this year. Still stuck with Lester until um, 20 through 2020. Stuck with Hayward through 2023. Um, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a tough team to, they better spend money. I mean, they've got, I mean, they will. I think uh, there's no problem there. They better because they're going to need um, some work. I think they'd probably need a new... They need to trade Schwarber. That's what they need to do. His value is just garbage if he's playing the field. Who who takes him? Anybody. Not Oakland. Well, it's got to be one of 15 you teams. It can't be... Yeah, not the Twins. Not be so bad. Oakland's not going to want him. He I, mean, can't, I would like him, but... All I, he can do is hit homers. He can't do anything else. Now, Oakland's got a bunch of guys. That's all they do. Chris Davis. Bang. Uh, at least he can run around and not bobble and kick around balls. Get uh, let's have a Pujols Schwarber uh, DH right there, just to clog <laughs> up the bases. Yeah, that would be uh, hit two hundred, hit fifty bombs. Looking at Oakland, they they're they have several hitters that are better than Schwarber. They don't need him, not at all. Uh, I like Schwarber. I, when you have uh, Matt Olson and. Uh, yeah. Chapman and uh, Ryan Healy. Healy, there you go. Chris Davis. I'm looking at this, and you're the one coming up with the names. <laughs> um, staring at the computer. Yeah. Uh, Simeon's okay, too. I mean, that's a team. They'll be fun to watch, hopefully, next hopefully year. Hopefully, they are. I heard they're going to maybe sign Chapman. Sign these guys to, to longer-term deals. Keep oh, them for they once. Sh- they should. Because, um, they, you know, they, they let the guys go all the time, and... Uh, Maybe keep their guys because they were good uh, two years ago. Matt Chapman seems like a guy you could lock up because he's not super young. This was his age 24 season, and he wasn't so great this year. I mean, he was good, but um, he seems like a guy you could lock up long term. And then um, Matt Olson, holy moly, 24 homers in 59 games. That's pretty pretty Very good. Exciting. So um, we went from talking uh, the two powerhouse World Series teams to the Oakland A's in a matter of minutes. We did. So I like that. There we are. Uh, how how confident were you? Th- Yankees up three two. Zero percent. You were zero per. You were a very pessimistic man. I thought they would lose. Um, other people were a lot more optimistic than I was. I thought they'd lose. They're worse than Houston is. Houston was underperforming and they underperformed the whole series. Um, the Yankees just didn't overperform uh, at the end in those last two games, and they needed to. So. It was fine. I mean, their future is bright. I'm fine with it. Game six was very, very close. Though. It was mm-hmm. 3-1 in the eighth. Then uh, you had a chance there. Houston scores four in the eighth. Verlander was very good again. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched game four. Uh, 
couple a uh, couple home runs there made the difference mm-hmm. in the uh, fourth and fifth. So Houston, they make the uh, make the World Series and finally win a World Series game. So yeah, finally, huh? Good no, uh, no Brad Lidge this time around. No, but good, uh, there was somebody that said that that 05 World Series was like the most competitive sweep they've ever seen because <laughs> they had the one game that went to like 13 innings. I guess a couple other games were close. So well, the White Sox were not like this crazy. No, they were the one outlier. You look at the World Series teams, you're like, all right, good team, good team, good team, Kansas City, Giants, whatever. And they're like, well, I mean, I, th- I think they won like 99 games that year. They did win 99 games that and, year. Um, they were a Pythagorean win-loss, 91-71. So. But unlike the NBA where it's like you look at every NBA team, except maybe the uh, Pistons in 03-04, every one of them has two Hall of Famers. Not one, but two Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a Hall of Famer on that White Sox team. Nor is there a Hall of Famer on the Kansas City team. There is... You boy, let me. I'm gonna try to. I mean, you had Canerco, you had Burley. Uh, those are your guys, and uh, Jose Contreras. I mean, they're they're starting pitching. You look at their starting pitching that playoff run, specifically uh, against the Angels in the ALCS. I think their starters may have went all. Every single one of them went eight innings. That's why, because their hitting wasn't good that year at all. Um, so you, they had to pitch. Um, but that Angels team probably better, huh? Perhaps that year, but yeah, you're right that they um, they could pitch, and you don't see that anymore. Eight inning outings from starters. No, you don't. Oh well, it's fine. Baseball's changing. Last time, I think uh, if the Dodgers win, this will be the second consecutive year the team with the best record wins the World Series. That has not happened in 40 years. So, uh, well, you better hope to have the best record next year. Is what what I'm learning from this. I think the complete opposite. Why? Because it doesn't happen. Well, if it happens two times in a row, that means we're, we're on due. a streak. We're due for it to not happen. Oh, well, we'll see. I, think it was I the feel Reds. very good because I don't think the Yankees are going to win. Uh, I don't think they're going to win gonna the, have most. the best record. I don't think they're going to have the best record. So You don't think so? No. They'll be good, I, I would win 95 imagine. games? I would imagine they'd be pretty good, but they, I don't think they'll have the best record. No. Uh, going back to our... When was this last week? It's been like a week and a half a since while. we did a show. Uh, I know you've already subscribed to YouTube TV just based <laughs> on the ads for Game oh, Two. So what that's a all your nightmare. It's only thirty five here. It's only thirty five dollars. Everything all about news. World Series that is non baseball related is driving me crazy. Um, Rob Manfred is really uh, coming out, out as a the big man. a big loser here. Um, everybody's got to hate. If you don't hate Rob Manfred after this World Series. Um, you're just going to have to, I don't know what's wrong with you. But um, he could win me over if they uh, put the DH in the National League. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> anyway. About average regular season, about 6.5% of all pitches outside the strike zone were called strikes. It's now up to 75 in the playoffs. It was 10% of all pitches outside the zone were called strikes in Game 1. You Well... Gotta and get. that same guy that was Phil Cousy or somebody else, he will be behind the plate in Game 7. Ugh. So look out for Game 7. Borderline calls uh, maybe uh, maybe strikes. He'll be swinging the bats. Why? Here's what I don't get. MLB is clearly juicing the balls. They're lowering the seams, making the balls fly better. Why are they directing umps to call a larger strike zone 
why are, why don't you just not why didn't you just not do that to the ball and then you'd be where you need to be why did you have to alter the ball and then uh try to fix that by altering the strike zone that doesn't make any sense i'll answer that question with another question like i haven't heard anybody talk about the juiced ball thing but i mean my god we Dallas had Keuchel talked about it recently couple days ago like i haven't heard anybody you know oh well, what about this like mention it like talk about this we had eight home runs most home runs ever in a world series game and this is just like yeah this just i mean this doesn't happen like dodger stadium is not a pitcher's park it was 100 degrees when you here's Kershaw. here's what keichel just said um it was either it was it was this week uh obviously the balls are juiced there's this quote Good. obviously because they so obviously are, and science proves it. People have done studies that prove it. MLB says they have studies that haven't proved it, but, but that's because they're fixing the balls and making them fly like crazy. But what I don't understand is why would you direct umps, because clearly they're directing umps to call these slightly outside. It's so obvious to me, like D- Dallas Keuchel says with the balls. But why are you doing one thing to fix the other thing, that you the problem you created? I don't understand. Doesn't make any sense. I know you don't have this answer. Do but. one or the other. They're doing both. <laughs> exactly. It's just yeah. It it just boggles the mind. There you go. I I can't I can't understand um, why they're doing this and and um, but you're right. I mean these games the balls are flying like crazy and it is probably because it's warm. I don't know if that has anything thin air. I guess. Well, what was the home run? The Todd Frazier home run. Get the hell out of here. What was this? This was in the Houston series. The wall, the wall scraper fly Just, ball one, or he like reaches out oh, for one and like mm-hmm. was that Houston? That was a three run, yeah. Three I'm run like shot. what in the hell? What the? That was the worst swing <laughs> I've ever. And then he had the worst swing of all time later on in the series. Oh yeah, I think it was game six. I'm like what? That was like that Some, was a. Uh, it was it was I saw it. It was described as uh, an amateur team had eight players, so they needed a guy from the stands to come out to have a full nine man lineup. And Todd Frazier was that ninth yeah, man. Yeah, he checked. He was like inside. We're, we're checking both doing like, it. I'm gonna. It was it was ugly and it was, it was very very late. Mm-hmm. I think very he just bad. did it because he's like, oh, like, I'm this far. I'm just gonna go through it. Usually, um, when you're a kid, they tell you don't strike out looking. Um, but that's when you're in little league and the ball's coming at you 40, 40 miles an hour and you can hit, hit the it. Ball. But uh, yeah, that was an ugly swing. That other one is an ugly swing. But all you got to do is poke it out. Couldn't and, believe it. Not that very was, hard. The Yankee Stadium's different too, Bad. though. I mean, it's it's sucks. built for that. It sucks. Well, that's see, that's why the Twins should have done something better than just build this like normal ballpark because Yankee Stadium, you can just bring in all these guys who are power hitters and can't really do anything else, and they can just hit these stupid little home runs or fly ball hitters. They can hit these stupid little home runs, so you can build your team to play there. The Twins didn't build their team to play in Minnesota. There's nothing to build around. Anyway, build around the uh, build around the interstate. <laughs> Have you heard the uh, theory? I think it was Jason Giambi. The uh, the concrete is now settled. <clears throat> For what? This is dumber than religion, honestly, is what this theory is. Giambi, among others, it was very hard to hit a home run. Uh, had 2010, 2011 in Target Field. Now it's getting out pretty good. He claimed that the concrete was still wet. And now finally, after a couple of years, it has settled... What that has to do with home runs, I'm not sure. It's a ridiculous theory. It doesn't make any sense. But this is what this is what a future Yankees manager Jason. I'm Giambi trying to I'm trying to thinks. justify it, and uh, 
Because I guess wet, he's thinking it's wobbly when he's in the in the batter's box. Is wet concrete? <laughs> Humid, moisture, I don't know. It's because the balls are juice. That's why they're flying out. That's why, obvious, obviously. Or it could have been because the twins were very bad. Jason Giambi is a player who wore a lucky uh, thong. Yeah. So what do we can't really trust his judgment for any uh, luck, superstition. I know they're baseball players, but luck is fake. I mean, Giambi doesn't know what he's talking about if he believes in luck. But that's neither here nor there. That's right. Last show, I mentioned <clears throat> I wanted to know who were the Hall of Fame pitchers that had faced each other because we almost had Verlander and Kershaw. Maybe we see it later on in this series. Who knows if things get very wild. Both of them, again, did not pitch uh, many pitches, so maybe we have yet to see a guy come back, I don't believe, on like three days rest. Mm-mm. Not, and, in, not in this. So that's very disappointing in this playoff uh, run. What I thought was funny about your when you're sending me these Hall of Fame things. You're like, that guy's not a Hall of Famer. He sucks. Well, I know that they're Hall of Famers. They just suck. <clears throat> Catfish Hunter sucks. He's in the Hall of Fame because he's famous. The Hall of Fame. He's in the. He's not uh, in the Hall of base, Good Baseball Players. He's in the Hall of Fame, which is annoying to me. Catfish Hunter sucked as a career player he had a couple good years where he's famous because his name is catfish and the a's owner named him catfish or whatever yeah he's not yeah looking at this here it's not great he won a cy young he had a very good uh four-year stretch and well that great bart's a high hall peak. of famer high peak yeah he, not long enough though bart uh fat bart if we won a cy young sure so uh and then the other um don oh sutton. yeah don sutton it's like yeah he's good I don't care about. You got a bunch of wins. That's why he's in. Yeah, he pitched screw a long that. time. I, I, these, these, the you can't even imagine how annoyed I was when you. I'm like, uh, <laughs> these are guys, like Palmer Blylevin. That's cool. Strikeouts versus Palmer, who probably didn't do as many strikeouts. I assume as Blylevin did. And then um, Palmer Koufax. What a game that would be. Uh, Th- those two games you mentioned, 13 years apart. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Koufax was probably. A couple years after that was done, I think. Yeah. 66. Um, but yeah, a couple of those were... And then Clemens Schilling, that's good. They're both... They they both should be. Yeah. It's going to be a while if they get in ever. Um, but that's like the last one that I found that was like, oh, this this right here. Because you look at all these other teams. I mentioned like there's no Hall of Fame. There's no Hall of Fame pitchers. There's been nine in the last 20 years. And, there's, and, and three of them were in one year with the... Uh, with Smoltz and uh, Pedro and Randy Johnson. And, um, I mean, Randy Johnson made the series one year. Pedro made it to once tw- once again with the Phillies. Yeah, I'm going to try to um, – I, oh. know, I know you've probably looked at this, but the, the problem you, – you're right. The problem is there's no Hall of Famers pitching anymore for whatever reason. Um, but you're never going to get Hall of Famers from these Royals-Mets series or um, – even back in the day, you would expect more, you know, when the Yankees are in there for four or five years in a row, uh, you know, 40s and 50s and 30s, we'll have to see. But I've gone back now to 1990, and I could only find four of these matchups in the last 40, 50 years. Yeah, they're not, and they're not good. There's a possibility we get uh, Kershaw-Verlander if it kind of I really hope up. so, because that right there, that is, those are two Hall of Famers, and that is very exciting. Yeah, that would be good. Other than that, I can't really think of any um, recent ones where you'd probably would have maybe a guy. Like Bumgarner goes up against, uh, I mean, you just. 
there's just no, unless John Lester is a Hall of Famer in somebody's mind, and considering what he did in the playoffs, I mean, maybe. But How um, many pitchers right now are Hall of Famers? Kershaw, Verlander? Oh, CC's on the border? I think probably, probably is. Um, like you I, look at uh, Cliff Lee is, and you look at a, a Roy Halladay would be an interesting. I'd probably uh, have Halladay in just because <clears throat> super ultra high peak. Um, we were yeah, talking, uh, many. me and some folks were talking about Verlander. Is he, is he in right now? Ooh, um, let me look. That's a, that's a, I have to look situation. Felix Hernandez is probably uh, going to be a Hall of Famer too. Mm. Um, he just had a, he was just good early, so it might take him a little while to get in, but, um, what's your name? Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. <laughs> he has 188 wins. He has uh, 2,500 innings, 25 and a half, 100 innings. You're good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he pitched in uh, two World Series, uh, three World Series. So uh, one of them he wasn't good. Another one he wasn't good. Uh, this one he's okay. But he's pitched a lot in the playoffs, and he's been actually very good. Uh, 21 games, 20 starts, 307 ERA. He's been very good in the playoffs. So that's that throws you over if you're not in already, um, which he is already in, 124 ERA+. plus. Just in these easy stats, just to look at. I mean, led the league in ERA, led baseball in ERA plus two years in a row. So you can tell he was the best pitcher in baseball at a time, and then he was good the rest of the time. So I would put him in as well. Let's say, apparently, uh, he when he went through his rough stretch there a year or two ago, apparently was a lat injury. Is what I found out. Okay, so he was injured, so that's why he was not good anymore. He was injured and just played through it and didn't get it to. Didn't get it to fix like he maybe should have. There was a single year he wasn't good. That was it. Um, or it, during that stretch, well, there was like a. It a was good, just, but, but it was like the tail end of one year, yes. and then like a whole another year, and then the beginning of another year. Or he so was like felt, the worst pitcher. He was like at a five yeah. ERA. He was like one of the worst in baseball, and he was terrible because he was hurt. So that's how we know. Uh, don't pitch when you're hurt. It's a bad idea. Um, I would say uh, he hasn't pitched as long. But uh, Scherzer's on a pretty good track right now. Two more years, like he's like he's been kind of chugging along here, and he's going to be pretty. Looking good. at Verlander earlier this week, do you know whose numbers are eerily similar? Not a contemporary, I assume. David Cohn. Oh yeah, I love David Cohn for the Hall of Fame. Got to. And get I said in. to the guy Verlander in. Yep, David Cohn in. Nope. Cone Their numbers was, are the same. Well, and here's why David Cohn should be in, and he's not, uh, which is annoying. He pitched 111 postseason innings. And, I mean, it was a 3-8 ERA, but that was steroid era, like peak steroid era, and he was very good. World Series, six uh, games, five starts, almost 30 innings, 2.12 ERA. In 30 World Series innings, five World Series he played in. I know he was on the Yankees, but he was awesome. And... uh he was one of the best pitchers. Yeah, he probably wasn't a top five pitcher over like three year spans at any point, but he was one of the best pitchers for I think two. He was. Uh, not you totally just look at, two you decades. Just look at what he did from. You just look what, look what he did in the early nineties. His mean, Royals, his Royals, um, Blue Jays, little Mets, little that little right there. That kind of end of the Mets to the Blue Jays, real quick. Then to the Royals, back to the Blue Jays. That was a good. Well, here. That was a good stretch. And then he goes to the Yankees, and he's good. Very, very good. Um, I'll give you a ninety early early thirties from thirty one to thirty four. Uh, ninety four with Kansas City, 
95 with Toronto, uh, and then 95, 96, 97 with the Yankees. So a four-year stretch, he has an ERA plus of 153. He was, yeah, he was very oh, in the low threes. He was awesome, and uh, he had a year on the Mets when he was just just a wee a wee boy, twenty five, uh, where he was awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, he was so good, and I'm very much uh, a believer that David Cohn should be in the Hall of Fame. You can't be that good for that long and not be right. And what is it about? I know I asked this guy. What is? I mean, it's just the name thing. Verlander, yep. David Cohn, nope. Their numbers are the same. I mean, you can't, like, it's just amazing. Like, uh, you know, I think uh, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, yeah, David Cohn was only, compared to, like, modern pitchers, he didn't strike out a ton of people, but compared to when other pitchers, when he was playing, he struck out the most people for a time. So um, David Cohn should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. I'm glad you're on the same page. Good, yeah. I, mean, I think it's because he's like small and he bounced around to a bunch of teams. But again, though, all those World Series, though, I mean, that's got to help. You want to saw Young? Yep. And let's see, he probably should have won this one. He was too. good for a long time. In, uh, oh, nope. That was the, that was during the Oral Hershiser moment in the sun. Uh, I was going to say in 88, he probably should have won, but no, uh, Oral Hershiser was crazy that year. He won in 1994. Should he have won that year, Cone? Take a gander, shall we? Yeah, we'll have to look at this. Oh, that was a strike year, huh? 1989 or 1998, yeah, he was not fourth. Even, it's not, nope. even, not even close in 94. He should have definitely won. <laughs> not even close. The only pitcher better than him that year was Greg Maddox, who was just out of this world good. But um, Yeah, he, he won the ones he should have and uh, finished in the top five in those uh, other years. What do you think about uh, a guy that kind of always reminds me of Cone just because they're similar shapes? Uh, Brett Saberhagen. What do you think about him? He had he won two Cy Youngs during a period of eighty four to ninety four. He was a one twenty eight ERA plus pitcher for a decade. Um, his uh, his numbers are actually better than David Cohn. Three hundred fewer innings. He was really good. He probably didn't have the longevity. He was really good, though. Andy, uh, playoff pitching was... He was good early um, on, bad late. He wasn't good in the playoffs, although he won a World Series MVP. He was very good throughout his whole career. Take that back. Brett Saberhagen was good. That's I always think of him with Cone because they're both small righties um, that were really, really good and played in Kansas City for a time. But um, both of those guys, more credit. We don't see pitchers these, this small anymore. No. Sonny Gray, I guess, is the outlier, but I can't think of any of the Irv, top man. Irv is a tiny man. Is he? Oh, yeah. Very frail. 6'2", yeah. Yeah, but you don't see, like, uh, ace-level guys. and like Santana. How dare you, how dare you disrespect <laughs> Irv Santana? He like was that. an ace-level pitcher this year and the year before, but over his career he has okay. not been. He's been a league average pitcher over his career. What next? What's, uh, what's what do we now? got next? Um... Like Verlander, if he were to get in, if he were to not play again, he would have the second fewest innings of any starting pitcher in the Hall of Fame behind Koufax. Which is crazy because Verlander, among his peers, is known for being like a workhorse. Compared to players that play now, no one pitches the amount of innings Verlander really has. He led baseball in innings three times. Have I, I don't know if we've talked about this, the changes that are going to happen in the criteria for the Hall of Fame for pitchers. 
You're not going to have any more 300 win guys. Uh-oh. Well, that's probably why nobody's getting in now either. Uh, that, that is going to have to change. The criteria to get in is going to have to change. Uh, 2,500 innings for a Koufax is the lowest because his career, uh, he chose to end it early. Mm-hmm. Um, every, was it every pitcher since uh, every pitcher in the last 30-some years has over 3,100 innings pitched in the Hall of Fame except Pedro, who has 2,800. So if these guys are going to get in in these next uh, 20 years, we're going to have to change our criteria and maybe look at 220 wins as, ooh, that's pretty good, and maybe look at 2,800 innings as, ooh, that's a lot of innings because uh, I'm of the belief within the next five or ten years the 200-inning pitcher is no more. So, Well, I uh, like a pitcher who's pitched 2,000 innings to be in the Hall of you Fame. Like you like Joe Santana, and that ain't going to happen. Um, and he's led the American League in innings twice. Oh four, oh five, oh six. He was the best pitcher alive. Uh, I think you no could doubt. arguably extend it even all the way to two thousand eight for a five year stretch. He was by far. That's why. He should, yeah, that's why he should be in the Hall of Fame. One of the great Cy Young robberies from Fat Bart. You could, you could. I know he pitched. I know he was a weird kind of like long man type weird spot starter guy. But you could extend this from like two thousand two to. 2010 (laughs) insanely good and that would be called his entire career yeah other than other than that last weird year with the mets where he came back after missing a year and then those two first year the twins where he stunk so yeah that's like his whole he was awesome anyway that's what we should be that if you let a johan santana in we can then we can kind of redo what pitchers in the hall of fame are but hitters um they should have no problem getting in for the time being Catfishing or not, not great. So. No, get him. Ugh, I. He is the perfect example of a pitcher who's or a player who's in the Hall of Fame because of the fame part, um, which is probably not a good thing, but it's not the worst thing either. Um, but yeah, he wasn't very good. His ERAs just looked good because he play, played in the pitchers era. We will. Uh, I'm going to look back here, start at 1990, and go continuing here uh, with this uh, World Series thing. Maybe put something together. And, and, and see where this goes, just to show you how rare uh, this deal is <laughs> right here. Um, Stanton getting traded, yes or no? No. No? I, don't I think, think they're going to trade one of the other two. Really? Mm, this offseason? Not for any like good reason, though. I think they're going to... just keep all of them. Well, because uh, they are desperate to shed like a huge chunk of peril. You could do that in one move with Stanton. Um, I'd rather trade Stanton than those other two. I would rather trade Stanton than those other two, too, but I think you're going to get a better package if you trade some one of the other two just because of what he's paid. Stanton, maybe the Giants, Cardinals, Red Sox. That's what people say. The Giants, is uh, that's the team. It does seem like but a But they don't have anybody fit. to give up, though. Exactly. Who do you trade if you're <clears> the Giants? Uh, they don't have anybody, so you got to get something. You'd good. have to trade Brandon Belt. <clears throat> Or, like you'd have to and that just seems like it is counterproductive yeah like why would you do that he's paid a more reasonable salary um although a lot over the next four years 17.2 a year um but uh i'd probably do it though i guess if you could do a package around him but it seems kind of weird i think um that said stanton was awesome this year and in 2015 and 14 and 13 and 12 and 11. Somebody had to take the Detroit job. 
So Gardenhire <laughs> takes it. Uh, I don't know why he would take it. He, I think he just wanted to be a manager <clears throat> again. Like, boy, wait out for another job because this is I, I, Detroit's the worst team in baseball. Yep, this year they were, and uh, they for, probably for will be again. And um, I think they—that's probably why they were fine with hiring him because they just needed a placeholder for three years. Yeah, um, and that's fine. Um, they're going to stink. They're going to be really, really bad. And beyond that, they're going to be a really, really bad team um, probably for a while. I can't see them getting. I can't see them being good for a long, 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 a long time. The greatest injustice of the day, Joe Mauer, not a finalist hmm. for uh, Gold Glove. He should probably be the winner. Who was? And yes, he should probably be the winner because he was the best first baseman defensively in all of baseball. Carlos Santana, Mitch Moreland, Eric Hosmer. Santana and Moreland, I'll give you that, Eric Hosmer. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hosmer makes those like flashy plays. That's <clears throat> why he's there. Um, yeah, Maurer should be the gold glove first baseman for the American League. Um, not even not even close. Another guy who is nominated from the Twins uh, is Dozier. I don't think he should be. Along with Kinsler and Pedroia. Uh, Ugh, Do- what I mean, a nightmare trio for me. I Dozier, hate all three of those players. <laughs> Dozier uh, makes the flashy play, but he's not, he's not among the top five. Ugh, what a gross group like you know all three of them are hunters like i just don't i just don't like i hate all three of those players so so much um i would much rather give that award to uh like anyone else Ian Kinsler Cano is or something Kinsler would be Kinsler should win who uh well let's look now yes, yeah i'm yeah. looking for you and it should be Kinsler should it be even Robbie Cano should be nominated that's over, what i was thinking over probably. garbage <laughs> Brian Dozier um well I feel like I got a fly flying around me here. This is driving me bananas during the podcast. But let so me look I have at, issues with that. Let uh, me look and see what I think, and then I will give you my okay. second base. I do agree with you though that Maurer should be the winner. I mean, this is this is like one guy said. Uh, perhaps he 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 only played 125 games at first, compared to 145, 150. Uh, 20 to 25 games, not enough for me to say no, no, no. Mauer, well, you know, the least valuable defensive position on the field, but still, he was by far the best defensive first baseman. Yep, I'm Ian Kinsler. Yes, <laughs> Ian Kinsler. Yes, not even close. Um, yeah, that's gonna be. How about let's play a little game? You, uh, you just pick your guys. You pick your guys and or give me a top two or three. Just off the top of my head. No, for a look at your deal there and. Uh, Go AL third base, AL whatever. What? <laughs> I assume you got fan graphs. Yeah. Go to American League uh, mm-hmm. and pick a position. Okay, American League and just a random position. Catcher, second. Shortstop. All right. What are we? Uh, what's your analysis? What's my analysis from looking at this? Yeah, shortstop well, in the or whatever the hell you said. Shortstop. American League. Sure. Who's the we? best defensive player? Sure. At shortstop in the American League, who do we think is the best American? Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. not even close. Okay, another one. That was a bad. Uh, was a that was a bad one. I'm just like, oh man. No third base. Third base. That American should League be. Base. Uh, <laughs> Probably what are we going? Machado. What are we going by? Um, what are you? Wow, think? he's better on all accounts. This is gonna. This is a funny one. This is only qualified players. Machado is third. Todd Frazier. That's disgusting. Yep. Todd Frazier. That is... Kyle Seager? <laughs> Frazier's pretty good. He's not... 
I he's not. I'm not a peg him. He doesn't there. make like boneheaded mistakes though. Uh, he won't do some throw that you should be clearly just no throw. Like he won't do that kind of stuff. Um, I think he did do one of those things though. Recently, he like throw it in the stands. Yeah. His... Well, it's playoffs. It's no. different, right? Left field. There are only f- six qualifiers. American League left field. So uh, it's the two you'd think it would be at the top. Brett Gardner. He's two. Um, Alex Gordon. Mm-hmm. Those two are nominated. Guess who the third guy is? Who oh, the, and, uh, I, I mean, just, this guy. I, this guy is. Uh, I mean, this is my. It'd be Dozier at second, Maurer at first, and this one right here. I think is the three. Just embarrassed. I don't know how they come up with the finalist. This is embarrassing. I just looked at this this morning <clears> or just today, and I. No, yeah, that's. I bad. mean, come on, come on. That's bad. He's not right field though. Judge. That's fine. Yeah, Judge. Okay. But uh, Betts is clearly and should win. Center field, Byron Buxton. If he doesn't win, that's that's disappointing. Buxton doesn't have quite the lead like Mookie Betts does, but Buxton is a, a good third better by most. Kevin Pilar is second. Pilar, yeah. uh, Lorenzo Cain, should, more on reputation. Yeah. Uh, he should not be nominated. He was still pretty good. But not top three. Um, but, yeah, well, I guess we could probably look by defensive run saved. That would be an easier. And he should be fourth. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's tough. So, uh, Gold Glove talk. Let's go. Gold Glove is so stupid. Why are you? It's so stupid. They never pick anyone good. Derek Jeter won a whole bunch of Gold Gloves, and he's. But it should be. This is the. Derek Jeter should have won, like, the Gold Arm. Like, he was just. He could throw really fast. I guess that's part of defense, but. I mean, he wasn't the rangiest fella in the world. Rumors say no. Third base is awesome. I got Rendon, who knocked everybody out of the park. Then everybody likes Nolan Arenado, so that'll be a good battle there. Rendon should win, but uh, but will he? We do not know. I don't know if that's true. Rendon, Rendon but if I know defensive run saved is is not a great measure for infielders, but he Arenado just wipes the floor with him in that. Uh, D Gordon should win at second. D Gordon takes performance enhancing drugs. He does. So give him more awards. So give him more awards. <laughs> uh, Votto. Votto should probably win. My MVP. Votto is the best at uh, throwing the ball really high uh, into the stands or out of the stadium. Good. Uh, did you see that this year when he did that a couple times? I don't think so. He just, a uh, foul ball would come <laughs> and he'd get it. And then he'd just do like, a, the he'd do like a crow hop and he'd like throw it to the top of the stadium like a lunatic. <laughs> While he's batting. No, no, no. Well, well, he's, he's, well, he's at first, but it's oh, very funny, though. Very weird. You've got you to gotta see that. It's it's a funny... Uh, he just picks it up and just hocks it as hard as he can. He's a, a crazy, he's a crazy guy. Here's a question for you. Totally way off topic out of nowhere. Where? What team could take on Joey Votto or Joe Votto if he's an adult? I think we've, we've talked about this before. <laughs> what, where now? What's a good fit for him right now? Um, Today, October, whatever. Well, there's only two teams playing, so it's not great. Kind of well, the, uh, not based on that. Based on out of all the teams. <clears throat> Boston? Yeah, we just go to Boston again. Yeah, Boston. Yuck. I don't like that. They don't. Well, yeah. We'll see. Hopefully he gets dealt. I'm sick of him being on the Reds. But I also like him being on the Reds, so it's kind of a catch-22. I don't know. What else you got? Should be, a, should be about it, I believe. I don't think he had anything else. I uh, don't even know anything about baseball at the moment, other than the World Series. I mean, there's not. I was very behind on the Girardi news today, like uh, way, 
way behind. That was like early this morning. Yeah, I was very zoned in at work, and uh, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, the uh, oh, okay, uh, Girardi's gone, and then immediately I'm getting very excited about um, the the dream of uh, Rod taking over, and I know that I know that'll never happen, but uh, just just thinking about it is is wonderful. And a lot of other stuff going on right now. We're going to get into the uh, a lot of manager stuff. Free agency talk. Uh, Brewers extend Chase Anderson. Hooray. Gave him some monies, uh, many monies. I think Tanaka's opt-out's coming right up here. I don't think he's going to do it. If Well, his decision. He ain't going to do it. So good in the playoffs has he's me a little gonna bit say, worried. No, he ain't, he ain't going to do better than that. I hope he does stay because I'm very fine with paying 367. I think he will stay. And... That's a very good rotation. You can pitch like that, yes. Especially if they bring CC back for a year. Um, and then Sonny Gray, uh, Severino, and then... Montgomery? Uh, yeah, and he was awesome this year. That's a very good starting Good five. lineup right there. And then Chad Green and company in the bullpen. It's very cool that when the Twins are good again, the Yankees are also very good. <laughs> yeah, so they might as well just uh, give up. What a waste. What a waste of my time. Watching. Same with the A's. Uh, if the Twins and the Yankees are good, why, very why would the A's... Get it going, A's. Uh, why would they play, though? There's no point. If the Twins and the Yankees are good. They can't beat either they of them. They can't beat either of them. They cannot. Well, it is what it is. Life's tough. Life's tough. Not as tough for the Yankees, apparently. Uh, well, for Joe Girardi, who's no longer a Yankee, still a pretty shocking move, to be honest. Yeah. I did not expect it. Neither did I. But, we got uh, World Series games this weekend. And, uh, you know, Tuesday, game six, and Wednesday... Uh, will be your game seven. So hopefully it goes game seven. Game sevens uh, have been very good uh, when I'm, they when they have. Uh, I I will say I'm very annoyed uh, at the weekend games. That's annoying to me. What about them? I don't want to watch a game on a Saturday night. I don't want to watch a game on a Friday night. I want to watch them in the week. Well, you can't help it. Yeah, Sunday too. That's stupid. Um, where can where for those who don't have cable, where do you even go to watch a Sunday game? Because you know you're going to be just met with football everywhere you, you can, go. You can find it. It's gonna annoy me. Say, hey, change this garbage of a of a football game off the TV, and maybe let's watch uh, Game Six of a two-two. People don't game like five. baseball in South Dakota. People are dumb. Well, particularly in South Dakota. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there, but I'll, I'll go let there. You say it. We're a stupid state. <laughs> I can say that because I'm okay. from here. Okay. Well, I'm not. So there you go. There we go. I'm from the East Coast, so it would look elitist. Too bad. <laughs> you're the. I'm the Verlander. You're the David Cohn. Well, yeah. The same thing. I can say the same thing. Well, I'm probably taller than you, though. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, doesn't work. Terrific. Next week we will hopefully get rid of this cough after two weeks. Oof. And go and uh, recap the World Series. Very exciting. Speaking of your cough, it's a good thing you don't do radio. Thankfully, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Thankfully, yes. So I don't have a cough, and I just write things down. That's right. Much. So what's your... I mean, you can be sick. You can sound bad uh, if you have a sore wrist. Clouds, clouds the brain, though. If you have a headache. Probably a headache's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Which is bad for anything, though. Headaches suck. I. Uh, or do we have any... Who's the, who's the guy get, that gets migraines in sports? Percy Harvin used to. Yes. Percy Harvin. Where is he now? He is, this is a baseball uh, nowhere. podcast. Where's he is Percy nowhere. Harvin? Okay. Doing nothing. <laughs> Career cut short because of headaches. Oops. Oops, indeed. Next week, we'll recap the uh, the World Series, the baseball season, and look ahead to free agency. So, Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. People are going to get signed. <laughs> free agency next week, and uh, the World Series should be fun. 2080 Baseball Podcast.